0: Joining me now for this bonus episode of Locked On Gators is John Garcia, Sports Illustrated's Director of Football Recruiting and Locked On's Recruiting Insider, and we're about to talk about a potential Gators commit, but first a quick word from LinkedIn, because I'd like to thank LinkedIn Jobs for being the official college football recruiting sponsor across the Locked On College network. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates that you want to talk to. Faster, post your job for free at linkedincom on College terms and conditions apply. And even before talking about McLeod, I'd like to say I have not messed that up as often as I thought I would. Uh, I was so confident that every time I'd go check in LockedOn.com or LinkedIn.com, yeah. luckily avoided that one. Um, but there is a another Gators target committing tonight, uh, at 6:30 Eastern Time, I believe it is. And in Xavier McLeod, and before even talking about his recruitment, just who is he as a player? Because if I'm not mistaken, we haven't talked about him on Locked On Gators.
1: That's correct. Uh, And it's a shame because he's a really great player. This is one of the more ferocious interior defensive line projections in the class of 2023. SI 99 recruit in that top 80 of our rankings and one of the top five or six interior defensive linemen in the entire class, kind of like Kelby Collins in in the fact that he plays a little bit outside, um, but also, of course, projects on the interior and i think that's again a strong indicator of the type of athleticism that mcleod brings despite being 275 280 pounds that he can play outside and on the edge just a little bit but certainly when you project him forward he will move inside great off the line of scrimmage that first step is elite especially relative to his size. He's really strong at the point of attack. Um, leverage game is on point, and his hands are really flashy as well. So he's got sort of the total package from an interior pass rusher's perspective on great size and a great frame. So there's a really a lot to like uh, about Xavier McLeod. I think he's one of those um, disruptive interior guys who can get pressure on the passer and complement your longer leaner edge rushers so he's he's a modern player he's not you know 330 he's not oversized or anything like that he's right in that ballpark that a lot of college coaches and NFL coaches for that matter really want on their roster because you could play the run with great strength and technique but you could also use that athleticism and first step to get after the passer so that's kind of the the dual threat nature of, of what McCloud does and, and one of the ideal uh, spots uh, from a position projection standpoint in, in this modern era. Yeah, and uh,
0: depending on where you look, McLeod would be would be the seventh highest-ranked commit because, you know, blue-chip Billy does his thing. But <laughs> at what point are we like, okay, like like because he would be the fifth or sixth d- defensive lineman, depending on where you rank, edges and D-line. Right. At what point are we like, okay, enough's enough? Because we've talked about that incessantly <laughs> with, with just stockpiling talent at positions. We saw it at receiver and D.B., and now we're seeing it along the defensive line in the past couple of weeks. So, at what point are we like, okay, that's <laughs> now we're comfortable with what we've got on this defensive line?
1: Yeah. Well, two things. I'm comfortable ranking edges with defensive linemen. I I hate when people do it with linebackers because it's like. Your downhill rushing in the passer most yeah. likely. you're not you're not dropping into coverage and calling the defense. anyway, that's just a little uh, evaluator pet peeve of mine. So, yeah, obviously, the, there's a huge emphasis up front in the trenches, regardless of how you positionally rank these players or or place them. And, and yeah, there's six right now if you include the edges for the gators. But this is a clear point of emphasis for Billy Napier and company. it's It's about building from the inside out. And there's really not a cap to that. Obviously, there is a there is some type of cap overall to the class, but all things even, you're going to take more defensive linemen if if you can. Same thing on the offensive line. I think those numbers are going to be ideally 10-plus overall. You're bringing in at least 10 big bodies that are going to help you compete immediately or, or close to immediately in the SEC. So I don't think that number could be high enough uh, in this regard. And, again, the talent of, of McLeod, I think, kind of uh, overcompensates for any margins that might be pushed from a numbers perspective. But yeah, we know Florida is in on plenty of other big guys, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Samuel Mpemba, Pemba, Keon Keeley, obviously McLeod, you know, Caden McDonald. I mean, there's, there's a lot of prospects that are still considering UF um, in the trenches. So I, that tells me that the numbers is already high, but it's going to continue to climb ideally for, for this coaching staff. So yeah, a total Uh, upheaval of the offensive line just hey you know sub in sub out like like a hockey line or uh, or something like that because there's there needs to be a replenishment of talent um, and beef up front so that's that's the the first order of business really when you're talking about a transition coaching staff in a conference like the sec
0: summertime is over unfortunately or just about over right two weeks left it's basically over and whether you're trying to maintain the summer body, early start for next year, whatever it might be, just trying to bulk up, whatever it might be, make sure to include Bill bar in your diet. I have a horrible sweet tooth. I do. Um, shake money. I know that you, you wanted the salt caramel one and you wanted an opinion on it. And my opinion is I love anything caramel. So Yes, get it. Uh, but, yeah, I have a horrible sweet tooth. But luckily for me, Built Bar is coated in 100% chocolate. Most bars have just 130 calories, just 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. You can't miss out with that one, really. And Built Bar is always coming out with new limited-time flavors, too, so that you will never get bored. Use promo code LOCKEDON15 to get 15% off of your next order. That's a new code, LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, 1 5 to get 15% off of your next order with built or com. Yeah, I mean, I, I spent a lot of time this offseason going, you know, our interior defensive line depth isn't great. And it's like, <laughs> guess what? It, it really isn't when you look at the roster here. But so now we've talked about McLeod as a player. We've talked about adding more defensive linemen, which, again, like if, if McLeod does commit to the Florida Gators, he won't be the last defensive lineman that they're targeting here or that they'll right. hopefully get to commit. But how has his recruitment gone? Because he's got in his finalists, he's got South Carolina, Georgia, Florida, and Michigan. And I mean, most of the uh, the sites that, you know, force predictions, um, they have South Carolina trending as as the favorites here. So what is your feel for his recruitment?
1: Yeah, I think early on, South Carolina was kind of the easy pick to make, right? He's a Camden kid, which is not far from Columbia, grew up wanting to play in the SEC. And that's one of those positions where the Gamecocks, regardless of coaching staff over the last, I would say decade or so, have done a really good job at keeping relatively close to home and and you throw in, you know, a dozen visits, the most familiarity with any campus. And you can start to kind of make that argument pretty easily, but I think with the athletic profile McLeod has put on tape and during the off season at some of these events, his stock has kind of steadily risen. To the point where, yeah, Georgia, Florida, a lot of other schools, Bama, Auburn got involved, really wanted to try to get this kid on their future roster. And I think Georgia has done the best job of closing that theoretical gap that South Carolina has created. It took multiple trips out to UGA this offseason, including an official visit, and it felt like they've done the best job at, at just nipping at South Carolina uh, for a kid from that state. And obviously you have to be an elite program to go in there and pull him out of the state that has Clemson and South Carolina within it. It's just not easy to do. We don't see it very often, you know, with pulling kids out of South Carolina. So I think Georgia is probably that number two school, maybe the number one school when all is said and done, there are a lot of reports that say Xavier is pretty torn going into this thing. So it makes you wonder, one, does he push something back or two, does he make a verbal commitment and keep the door relatively open? And if, if either of those two scenarios happen, I think Florida becomes a program that could potentially have some staying power on his list. No disrespect to Michigan. I think they're the fourth program in this race. Um, so going into it, I view it as more of a Georgia South Carolina battle with florida as kind of the dark horse if something changes relative to his timeline or how open he is to carrying his recruitment into into the 2022 season so uh it's touch and go we'll see what happens tonight i i think this is one of the closer calls of of all these kids that have committed recently Uh, i was checking in with sources on wednesday night and there was still a lot of uncertainty from from the Georgia side and from the South Carolina side. so that usually means that it's it's pretty touch and go and I know Xavier himself going into this week admitted that he didn't have that private decision done. So there's still a lot of T's being crossed and I's being dotted between he and his family and and his entire decision-making camp. So that could make for an interesting recruiting battle and commitment and, and again, potentially a post-commitment recruitment. And I think his talent as a top 80 player in America uh, warrants some consideration regardless of where he commits on uh, Thursday night. Yeah,
0: it's always good when it's recruitment week and the kid's are like, I don't really know where I'm going. So that's always a, a very reassuring. Probably recruit.
1: not good for South Carolina, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, everyone else, on. yes.
0: It's very reassuring to see for him. Uh, thank you, John. This was John Garcia, Sports Illustrated's Director of Football Recruiting, Locked On's Recruiting Insider. And you'll see him again tomorrow on Locked On Gators when we talk about some Florida Gators targets. Thank you so much, John. Sounds good. Thank you.